Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, Ria! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on! Yes, sir. Good morning, family. Stephen Lightford in on the pregame show. It is 520. We're getting started a little late because, to be honest, we got some technological difficulties going on back here. I don't have any monitors to work things. I could get the open going. I could get a little music going, but other than that, I do not have any monitors as of right now, but the show goes on, like Leo DiCaprio said in The Wolf of Wall Street. But good morning, everyone, and if I would have had the first segment to talk here, I would have talked about how great of a day it was for 95-7 the game at Chase Center yesterday where Steiny and Guru were live from, or excuse me, they were live from the, uh, from, oh man, I forgot which part of Chase Center they were live from, but they were awesome. And you had guys like Steve Kerr, Bob Myers, Jordan Poole, then they closed out the show with Stephen Curry. Just an awesome, awesome day. And I think that Steph was about as comfortable as he's looked in one of those radio type of interviews and I don't know if it's because he's known Steiny from the past and then Guru being Guru you're always comfortable around Guru that man uh, you're, you're automatically his friend as soon as you meet that guy so that was just great to see all of that yesterday and to hear you know Steve Kerr take the little jab at LeBron and Steph essentially just brush off that shop sound or sound from the shop rather of LeBron saying that he wants to play with Steph if he had to choose anybody in today's game that he wants to play with it would be Stephen Curry and he said a lot of other things too just talking about how special it would be to win with Clay and Dre and just how rare it is and I think we're starting to lose appreciation for that type of rarity with the possibility of them winning a championship this year and at least getting into the playoffs. So we got that. But more importantly, it's opening day. It's opening day. Baseball season starts 
Can't believe it's actually happening. I couldn't believe it that spring training was going on when the lockout was happening. But here's what I wanted to do today. I got my top five, please God, stay healthy guys this year. Please God, stay healthy. That's all I want. The top five, so we'll get to that in just a second. Plus some season predictions. I got five overs that I think are going to be locks this year. So if you are a betting man or woman, feel free to take my advice. And if you lose, well, don't blame me. Not my fault. I'm just giving you some thoughts. (laughs) I'm giving you some good reasons. And then I'll have the season predictions. As you know, last year, it wasn't pretty. Last year, I think I had the... Didn't I have the Twins going to the World Series and, like, the Twins winning the World Series and then the Twins ended up being last in their division? (laughs) That's, like, the worst prediction that I've ever made in my entire life. And there's been a lot of bad predictions before, but this time, I'm not going out on a limb. I'm not trying to be different than anybody else like I was last year. This time, I'm really... I'm going for the favorites. I'm not embarrassing myself like I did last year. I'm trying to look at it with with a sense of... Realism, which I didn't really do last year, but let's get to it. My top five, please God stay healthy this year, players on the field. Now, the criteria for this, as we've known the past couple of days, I've been doing top five lists leading up to opening day. Now, the first one I did was the top five prospects who are starting on opening day. Hopefully they play throughout the the regular season. They have to play all 162. I'm not going to go through those names again, but I got to say, I'm really excited for Bobby Witt Jr. of the Royals, Hunter Green of the Reds, who had been on the cover of Sports Illustrated back when he was in high school and drafted out of high school. I mean, Joey Bart was on that list because he hasn't played in a full 162-game season. That was the criteria. And then yesterday, I went through a bunch of milestones. Just watch out for Miguel Cabrera. He's going to get to 3,000 hits very soon. He only needs 13 to do it. Max Scherzer just continues to climb atop the career strikeout leaderboard. Albert Pujols is just going to continue... To climb up the leaderboards as well. He's got two more years left on his deal, so I'm excited to see what he can do. It's going to be a fun season this year. It's going to be a fun season. Oh, yeah, and Anthony Rizzo has a chance to get hit by a pitch 200 times. But these are my top five. Please, God, stay healthy this year. Athletes. Now, on my list, I got a couple of honorable mentions. One of them being Ronald Acuna Jr. He's not on the opening day roster. And last year, we saw that heartbreaking injury where he tore his ACL. But he should be back at some point before May. So, Ronald Acuna Jr., please, God, stay healthy. And then Tommy LaStella. Tommy LaStella needs to stay healthy for the for the Giants. They need that utility infielder. A guy who can play anywhere. Um, give some guys a break. And especially with with uh, with uh, Lamont Wade and Evan Longoria being out already with the injury, not being able to start the season, Tommy Lastella has got to be one of those guys. Which leads me to the top five list. And number five, I'm sticking with the Giants, but it's Brandon Belt. It's Brandon Belt from the beginning of August. He was out for the really the entirety of July, but from the beginning of August all the way until he got hurt again at the end of September, missing out on the playoffs. Brandon Belt, in those two months, was hitting 297, 18 home runs, and 31 RBIs. Belt, please, God, stay healthy, man. We need you. 
And something nobody talks about with Belt is how good he is as a first baseman. Since Anthony Rizzo has been in the National League, Anthony Rizzo has taken that gold glove quite a bit. But now you got Matt Olson in the National League, who is also just as good of a first baseman. Uh, so I don't think Brandon Belt's going to be winning a gold glove anytime soon. But that dude is very good defensively. And offensively, up until he got hurt, he was raking. So Brandon Belt for the Giants. Please, God, stay healthy. Number four. Noah Syndergaard, who is now a Los Angeles Angel, he missed the entirety of the 2020 season, and he only made two starts last year for the New York Mets, and then you piled that on with Jacob deGrom. Their rotation was in shambles, but again, he's with the Angels. They need starting pitching, so Noah Syndergaard, if you're going to play, please, God, stay healthy this year, Noah. Please. You're a great pitcher. You can top 100 miles an hour with zero effort. This dude's unbelievable. But he hasn't been able to stay healthy these past two years, so hopefully Noah Syndergaard uh, will be able to. Number three, Giancarlo Stanton. Now, I'm not focusing so much last year because he played in 139 games, but listen to this. In his 11-year career so far, he has only played more than 145 games Four times. Four times out of the 11 years, he's only played more than 145 games. Now, again, last year he played 139, which is a good number, but he did miss some time in May. And John Carlos Stanton, if you're looking for any other players to watch outside of this market, and when they're playing these Yankees on national TV all the time, John Carlos Stanton is one of the most fun players to watch. So I want to see him get some run. John Carlos Stanton, please, God, stay healthy this year. Number two, Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton, look, he's one of my favorite players when he's healthy, okay? One of my favorite players. He's a five-tool guy. I mean, his arm might need a little work, but he's still a five-tool guy, in my opinion, even though the arm is one of those five tools. But... Listen to these game logs season by season for Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins. Since 2015, 46 games, 92 games, 140 in 2017, not bad. 28 games, 87 games, 39 games. That was in the pandemic year when the 60-game season. And then last year, he only played in 61. And I'm seeing spring training videos where Carlos Correa was added to the team. And this happened twice, where Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton went back-to-back for the Minnesota Twins. And I think this dude, nobody pays attention to him because he's hurt. But he is one of the most talented players to come along in the past six years. He just can't stay on the field. So Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins... Please, God, stay healthy this year. Number one on my list of guys who are on the please, God, stay healthy list. Mike Trout. It's that simple. Mike Trout. He was out after the month of May last year. And there was a there was that thing where he was on the 60-day IL. And there were rumors. Oh, Mike Trout could be making his return. He could be making his return really soon. Mike Trout. He's on track to being back. And then slowly but surely, his season was over. Now, he passed the or he missed the last couple of games in spring training due to illness, but Joe Madden from the Angels, the manager of the Angels, gave an update. It's looking like Mike Trout is on track to play in opening day, and Mike Trout is one of, if not the best player in baseball. 
This dude puts up numbers like guys from those Yankees teams in the early part of the 1900s, like Lou Gehrig type stuff. Mike Trout is fantastic, so please, God, Mike Trout, stay healthy this year. We need to watch you for a full 162. It's just not the same. I know a lot of people were saying, does anyone even notice that Mike Trout isn't hurt when making their case about why baseball is losing out on popularity? You know what? I did. I did, because Mike Trout is one of my favorite players in baseball. He is a dude that's going to bring you to the television screen. At least when his at-bat's coming up. <laughs> Once his at-bat's done, all right, I'm going to go watch something else. I'll be back in a half hour. Uh, but Mike Trout is my number one on that list. So number five, Brandon Belt. Number four, Noah Syndergaard. Number three, Giancarlo Stanton. Number two, Byron Buxton. Number one, Mike Trout. To all of you, please, God, stay healthy this year. All right, we're going to get into a little more baseball coming up next. You can weigh in at the Xfinity Mobile text line at 888-957-9570. I got some overs for the season, some season win total overs that I think these teams are going to smash. And then we can also get into the division winners, the wild card guys, and then we'll pick our World Series teams. Now, if you want to weigh in at the Xfinity Mobile text line at 888-957-9570, please feel free to do so. That is also the phone number. What are your predictions for this upcoming season? Who do you got in the World Series and who is your winner? I want to know from you. Stephen Langford on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Good morning, everybody. Stephen Langford in on the pregame show, and due to technical difficulties, we do not have the capability to play those rejoins at the current moment. Hoping to get that fixed soon. But it is opening day. Very excited for that. Huge weekend in sports in general. It's it's going to be a stacked weekend. Because you got baseball. Baseball being back, it's great. And as a lot of us do, once the first weekend is over and we really start to get to the swing of things, no pun intended, we kind of lose focus. But it's nice to have a sport going on each day. It has been torture not having the Warriors play for what feels like two months. But we do have the Warriors and the Lakers. They are going to be back tonight, and we can all just laugh at the fact that the Lakers, and then they got the Spurs and the Pelican too, we can laugh at the fact that the Warriors are playing teams that really don't have any incentive to win. The Lakers, they're out of the play They're out of the play in game. Spurs and the Pelicans, what are they going to do? Fight for the ninth or 10th seed? Either way, they're going to be playing in the play-in, and they're going to have to play twice in order to do it. Because if you win the ninth or 10th seed, then you got to beat the 7th or 8th. Now, whoever wins from the 7th or 8th, that becomes the 7th seed, and whoever wins that one has to play the winner of the ninth or 10th. So it doesn't really make a difference. They're going to be resting their guys. So I could see the Warriors going 3-0 to close out the year because the Warriors are the only team out of those, out of those four that have anything to play for. So can't wait for that. You got UFC 273 this weekend? Woo! That one's going to be a doozy. Alexander Volkanovsky versus the Korean Zombie? You got the rematch of Pyotr Jan versus Aljamain Sterling when that one ended in a disqualification when Jan was kicking the crap out of him and Jan could come back and win. Then Hamzat Shemaev versus Gilbert Burns. Shemaev, the guy who has landed 108 significant strikes, 
while only the opponent has landed only one? Whoo, we got a lot going on. And then on top of that, we got the Masters. And Tigers return to the Masters. Now, at the Xfinity Mobile text line, if you want to weigh in at 888-957-9570. I just went through my top five list of guys. Please, God, stay healthy this year. And from the 408, what about Evan Longoria? Please, God, stay healthy. Well, Longoria is already starting the season out on the IL. So I would have said that to Evan Longoria, but the criteria was... You have to start on opening day. That's why, I mean, he could have been in the honorable mentions along with uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., but I just don't know uh, with Longoria when he's going to be back. Hopefully when he is back, he can remain healthy for the remainder of the season. Uh, but I want to, oh, from the 408, you should check out Rod Tag. He's the most savage fighter I've ever seen. Do you see that with Mighty Mouse? Demetrius Johnson, I don't even know if he likes that nickname. Demetrius Johnson and Rod Tang earlier, they did like a five-round fight where each round was different. One round was grappling, one round was stand-up. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool, but I can't wait for uh, 273 on Saturday. But before we do get to the predictions of this season, because I got five overs, team totals, that I think you should bet on. When it comes to the Masters, the popularity is there already, but Tiger just elevates everything. And I was thinking about this on the way in yesterday. Tiger's career is kind of like the Marvel movie series. Because at first, you know, and, and, and I guess I could start out by saying his 1997 win in the Masters, that's like Iron Man. When you know, okay, he's 21 years old, we got a big future ahead of this guy, Tiger Woods. He's going to be something. In each movie, you know, like you can you can count whatever tour wins, whatever major wins, you can count those as separate movies, but then you have the post credits. Something's going on within his family life. What do we see next? And there's just something that wants makes you wanting to keep watching what is going to happen with him, whether it's the injuries, most recently, it was the post-credit scene that I'd count here would be the car accident. And you're wondering, what's going to happen next? Well, what's happening next is he's participating in the Masters just over a year later. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can't wait to see what Tiger, what, what Tiger does this weekend. Now, and even if he... You know, doesn't make the cut? Oh, well. I commend him for trying. But he thinks, and he said this earlier in the week, the only reason that he would play is because he thinks that he can win this whole damn thing. So if he does, that would be unreal. I just want him to make the cut. I want to see him on Saturday. I want to see him on Sunday. I can't wait for Tiger Woods this weekend. And by the way, PGA, the the PGA is going to be putting on a documentary series, a docu-series, if you will. Kind of like Drive to Survive with Formula One. Formula One has grown in popularity like they have never seen before. Like they've never seen. Because of this Netflix show that's come out and everyone's fallen in love with it. And now they're seeing the show start to go downhill because everyone's paying attention to the season. And really what it is, it's just a well-produced season recap. So... You know, everyone's still interested in it, but it's lost a little bit of its luster now that you're really into the season. But the PGA Tour is going to do the same thing. 
But the PGA Tour, all they need is Tiger Woods, and Tiger Woods will bring the viewers to whatever event, as long as Tiger Woods is playing in it. Like, they don't need a docuseries. All you need is Tiger Woods. I think that goes to show the type of draw that he has. I mean, for example, Lewis Hamilton was going for the record for the most world championships, and he tied Michael Schumacher with seven, and no one even batted an eye. No one even cared that someone was going for a record. That's because no one really knew about it, and it's not as much of a draw. It's just crazy that Tiger Woods, even if you're not that into golf, you'll watch that event. You will watch that event. Man, I can't wait for the Masters this weekend. I can't wait for the Masters. You know what else I can't wait for? Is baseball. It's baseball, and I got five overs that you should hit. Now, I would give you five o- I did this with the NBA season, too. I had five overs and five unders, and we'll recap that once the season is done. And uh, I got to tell you, there are a couple of uh, the unders that are looking pretty good right now. There are a couple of overs that are not looking good. But when we go with the over-unders, I try to look at the teams with the lower win totals, but when I start with the fifth, you got to take the Braves over 90 and a half wins this year. The Braves over 90 and a half. They had 88 wins last season. And I'm not just saying this because they won the World Series, but I'm saying this because they did that all without Ronald Acuna Jr. Their star pitcher, Mike Soroka, tore his Achilles again, which is just a terrible injury. And they were without Acuna for a majority of the season. They added Matt Olson in, pra- in place of Freeman, who, to me, that's an upgrade. I mean, both of them are very good offensively and defensively, but Matt Olson, to me, I actually think that with the fact that he's with the Braves this year, he could win the National League MVP if he plays like he did with the A's. But it is true when they say there is that East Coast bias, or rather that West Coast bias, and that bias being we don't pay attention that much to the West Coast teams, especially to the A's. So I think that he can even win an NL MVP, but he can win you some games with his bat. And if you're telling me that with an 88-win season last year, all they need to get is 91 this year to hit the over? I think it could be better than last year. Give me that over at 90 and a half. Number four, the Royals at 75 and a half wins. Last year, they had 74, but they closed out the year with a 37 and 33 record. Now, if they don't mess up in the first half of the season like they did last year, I could see that I could see them smashing that over, getting I, I could see them possibly being an eighty one and eighty one team. I could see them being a five hundred team, the Kansas City Royals, because Bobby Witt Jr., the number one overall prospect, he's gonna make your team better. Salvador Perez is still the catcher over there. They got some young guys in the rotation. They should easily win 76 games, in my opinion. So give me the Royals over if you're going to bet. The third one, Mariners. Mariners over 84.5 wins. They won 90 games last year. 90! And you're telling me they need 85 to hit the over when all they've done is grow their team? They got Robbie Ray in their starting rotation. Chris Flexen, shout out to Newark Memorial High School over there in Fremont. Uh, But Chris Flexen, he had a sub-4 ERA last year. He was a very good pitcher for them. And they bolstered that lineup. I love that over at 84 and a half games. The Angels actually have the same line, but I'm not 
I'm not betting on the Angels. I'm just not doing it. they, They scare me. Betting anything with the Los Angeles Angels terrifies me. But if you had to give me one of those two, pick between the Mariners and the Angels... Give me the Mariners over at 84 and a half wins. Uh, number two, the Twins. The Minnesota Twins. All they have to do is go 500 this year in order to hit the over. 80 and a half is the line for the game total. 80 and a half. 80 and a half for a team that's going to have, that's just added Carlos Correa. Now, granted, their starting rotation is not as good, and I don't really know what to make of their bullpen. But the Twins, to me, I think they could be a 500 team this year. I really do. And, and now, no, they did not play that well last year. They were only a 73-win team. But things change. And when you're a part of the American League Central that has the Tigers, the Royals, and the Cleveland Guardians, I know they got the White Sox there, and I think the White Sox are winning that division, but... I think the Twins can win more than 80 games this year. I think they can reach 500 and improve exponentially from what they did last season. So give me the Twins. And then number one, you're not going to like this Oreo cookie from the 510. Hoping uh, hoping all us A's fans don't get injured as we throw our TV remotes during this 60-win season. Well, you know what? My number one team to take the over? Give me the A's at 70 and a half. Do it. I dare you. Because look, man, I know there's not much to make of their uh, of their roster right now. Hell, I don't really know who's on their roster right now. I know they got Frankie Montas and Cole Irvin. Here's what their starting rotation looks like. Frankie Montas, Cole Irvin, Dalton Jeffries, and Brent Honeywell Jr. But you got A.J. Puck coming from the bullpen. You got Lou Trevino, who's going to be your closer. You got Sean Murphy as your catcher. Jed Lowry and Tony Kemp as your second baseman. Sheldon Noisy is back. Sheldon Noisy was playing in spring training, and he had the uh, he had the hair like Matt Stair, so I was obsessed with Sheldon Noisy. Six, fo- six feet tall, 232 pounds, a power guy. Then you got Elvis Andrews, not very good. Uh, Chad Pinder, Christian Pash, Seth Brown, Stephen Piscotty. You can use Stephen Vogt as the DH. 70 and a half wins. Give me the over on the A 70 and a half. I'm into that one. Now, I don't know about these other teams. Right now, the Dodgers, they're at 98 and a half. They could probably win 100, and ga- 100 games this season. The Blue Jays at 92 and a half. That's a high number. The Astros at 92 and a half. Hell, man, I don't know what to make of their starting rotation. Um, so, you know, I'd actually take that under, if anything, uh, with the Astros. I don't know how good of a team they'll be this year. Maybe they could be a 90 win. Maybe they can be a 90 win team. I mean, they still got that lineup. Um, but I just don't know when it comes to their rotation. You got the Yankees, the White Sox. They're at 92 and a half. The Braves at 90 and a half, as I mentioned. They got their over. I got their over. The Mets are at 90 and a half right now. The Rays are at 89.5. I wouldn't mind taking the Rays there. I mean, they were a 100-win team last year, and you're going to put the line at 89.5. And And then when it comes to the Giants, 85.5. I don't know what to make of that one. I think that line is set perfectly. (laughs) I think they could hit that over. I think they could, but I'd be hesitant to bet on that. I know they were a 107-win team last year. But they're going to look dramatically different um, without Kevin Gosman in that rotation, who was fantastic in the first half of the year. Logan Webb 
He's going to be awesome as the ace, but I just don't know what to make of the lineup going into this year. And without Lamont Wade and and Evan Longoria, I'm really not expecting a hot start for the Giants. And I don't want to do the schedule watching within a 162-game season. I'm not really into the whole schedule watching business. But I like those five overs that I chose. 70 and a half for the A's. Can't believe that. Can't believe that. And then hopefully they'll get uh, Ramon, Ramon Laureano back at some point. But I understand it. I understand I understand why A's fans are mad. I understand why they're not looking forward to things. I understand all of it. Because when you look at that roster top to bottom, it's just it's not very good. But we'll get more into the Giants tomorrow as well as the A's, what to expect. But opening day is today. And I'm going to play this song one more time because, look, man. Center Field by John Fogarty. It's been played out. It's going to be played out. But I've been playing this one all week. It's Pendant Fever. All right. Let's get into it. The season predictions for this year. I'm going to choose the division winners. I'm going to choose the wild card games. No, I'm not going to go through all of the playoff matchups and how those are going to shake down. I'm just going to choose the division winners, choose the wild card, and then we're just going to get to the World Series. We're just going to get straight to the point. And I can, you know, maybe choose the, the, the championship series team and mention those. But I do want to get to the, se- the, the season predictions as of now. Let's start within the American League with the AL East. I mean, it's absolutely stacked. It's stacked. Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays. It's really a toss-up between those four. I mean, when you look at the standings last year, the Rays won 100, the Red Sox won 92, the Yankees won 92, the Blue Jays won 91, then the Baltimore Orioles won 52. (laughs) 52 wins for the Baltimore Orioles. But in the American League East this year, I'm going to take the Rays yet again. The Rays just continue to win. I know they're without Austin Meadows, who's no longer on the Rays. I believe he's with the Tigers now. Um, but the Rays have still have one of the best pitching staffs, or if not the best pitching staff in the league, the way that they're coached, everything. That organization knows what they're doing, and they know how to get wins in the regular season. And they also stay healthy. They're a very, very durable team. So give me the Tampa Bay Rays to win the American League East. And a close second, I'll just give you the teaser here, a close second to be the wild card is going to be the Blue Jays. I'm actually going to have them as my top wild card team within the American League. I think it's going to be a race between the Rays and the Jays. For the top of that, uh, for the top of that division, uh, the AL Central. It's easy: Chicago White Sox, Cleveland Guardians, Detroit Tigers, Kansas City Royals, Minnesota Twins. I don't see them taking the top of the division, and I don't even know if I'm going to choose any of those teams to be within the American League Wild Card. I don't think I can. I don't trust any of them. None of them reached 500 last year. Now, I think the Twins can reach 500, but that's not going to be good enough. I mean, I know there's 12 playoff teams this year. I understand that, and you're getting three extra wild card teams, but I don't see it playing out that way. I don't see it playing out that way. I see the White Sox from the American League Central, again, being the only team from that division to make the playoffs. And from the American League West, I actually got the Mariners at the top. I don't know what to make of the Astros rotation. I know they're getting Justin Verlander back. Excited to see him back. He wants to get to 300 wins this year. That is his goal. And he can reach that threshold. But other than that, Framber Valdez, and then I don't know. 
I don't know what the rest of the starting rotation. You got the top two. Then other than that, it's really a toss-up with them. So I think the Mariners, though, I think they have the more complete team. I think people slept on them last year because they're the Seattle Mariners, but they did win 90 games. Now, they were five games back of the Astros when it was all said and done, but the Astros don't have Carlos Correa anymore. As we know, they don't have George Springer anymore. Their team looks weaker than it did in the years previous. I think this is the time where the Mariners are going to take that top spot within the American League West. And I know this is boring. I know this is boring, but I'm going to take the Blue Jays and the Yankees as my top two wildcard teams. I think the Yankees, as long as they stay healthy, are going to be very good this season. Those are my top two, but my number three, I'm actually going with the Angels. I am going with the Angels. I wouldn't bet on their over. I wouldn't bet my money on it. But for some reason, I think they're going to squeak into that third wildcard spot within the American League. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't even think the Astros are going to make the playoffs. I know I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it, but I'll believe it when I see it with the American League, with the Astros. I'm not a big believer in them this year, even though they could be pretty good. But, you know, that's that's not what I'm doing. It's not what I'm doing. I'm going with the Angels with Shohei, Mike Trout coming back, Noah Syndergaard being added to the rotation. They got some pieces on that team, man. I think they can squeak their way into the American League playoffs. Now, with the National League, the NL East, it's easy for me. The Atlanta Braves are going to take that top spot. They're going to win the National League East. The Phillies, they can improve. The Mets, they certainly could improve. The Marlins, eh. The Nationals, they could be a better team than 65 wins this season. I certainly think so. But the Braves, to me, I don't think there's anybody stopping them in the National League East. I think they're going to try to capitalize on their World Series win from last year. Now, with the NL Central, this is another easy one. The Brewers. The Brewers, again, it's the same. It's it's really all the same as last year because the Brewers were the top team. They were 95-67. and 67. They were five games ahead of the Cardinals. The Braves were ahead of the Phillies by six and a half games. It was a pretty large margin, and I think it's going to remain the same because the Brewers pitching staff, along with like the Rays for the American League, I think the Brewers have one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. So I see them taking the top spot in the NL Central. And then within the National League West, I hate to do it, but I think the Dodgers are going to take that top spot. They're just too good. There's no other way around it. That lineup, one through nine, is one of the best lineups I'm not going to say on paper, but on screen that we have ever seen. And then they got that starting rotation. They got that bullpen. They got depth everywhere. So I see the Dodgers taking the top spot. So Dodgers, Brewers, and Braves are going to be my division winners. Now, my three teams to win the National League wild card or to make their way in from the National League wild card, uh, the number one, and I think this team is going to make the leap. Uh, but I do see the Mets taking that number one wild card spot. I think their lineup has gotten better. Robinson Cano is coming back. Everyone forgot about Robinson Cano. He's still a pretty good hitter. So I see the Mets taking the top spot there. Number two, I see the Padres making a huge jump. Number one player missing from the A's is Matt Olson. They're going to miss him dearly. But the other person missing from that team, the other guy, Bob Melvin. I think Bob Melvin is going to make that Padres team that much better. I understand they're without Fernando Tatis for the first few months of the season, uh, but... 
Bob Melvin is that good of a manager. Jace Tingler, I don't think he meshed well with those players at all. So I see the Padres taking the number two spot. The number three, this one was a toss-up. And I want to say the Giants. I really do. But I don't know if the Giants are going to be better than the Cardinals this year. I don't know if the Giants are going to be better than the Phillies this year. So really, it's between those two. And if I had to choose one, it really was a toss-up between the Phillies and the Cardinals. Uh, But the third spot, to me, is going to go to the Philadelphia Phillies. I see three teams from the National League East uh, making it into the playoffs this year. The Phillies got better with their lineup. Their starting rotation, don't really know what to make of it right now. They don't have a lot within their starting rotation. But that lineup is just going to be able to outscore teams. They're just going to do it with their bats. So that's who I see making the National League in the playoffs and my World Series winners as we're coming up to the end of the show here and we got the morning roast with Bonte Hill and Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky in the National League this is what I want and this is what I think is going to happen but I truly believe that the Braves are going to do it again and I think they're going to win the NLCS I think we could see a Braves Dodgers NLCS yet again And I could see the Braves being the World Series representatives for the National League and within the American League. Man, I see the White Sox going far this year. I think the White Sox are going to win the American League pennant. I think they're going to be in the World Series, and that's actually who my winner is going to be. I think the White Sox are that good. They got a lot of young players. I'm really looking forward to it with the White Sox this year, and I think it'll be a really fun American League Championship Series when it's the White Sox versus the Blue Jays. So those are my series season's predictions. We got opening day today. We got the Masters, UFC 273. We got Formula One. We got everything this weekend. We got basketball back. We got the Warriors and the Lakers tonight. Thank you so much for riding with me. These season prediction shows are always hard because I can't get the timing right, but I got to get with the morning roast here. Coming up next, Ponte Hill, Joe the Butcher Boy Shasta. You got me, a producer, Ryan Mauser, behind the glass. And as always, go sports. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.